Welcome to the Rock Your Life Show. Where questions meet answers. The profound meets the mundane. And we help you rock rock your life. life. We are your hosts, the Vignatis. I'm Tracy. And I'm Fabrice. Well, spring has sprung. Yes. It is April. Things are blooming. Soon we'll see little birdies flying around, or not flying around, probably just waddling around. Hi, guys. It's like a, it's my favorite season because it's it's a a season of rebirth. Season of rebirth. Yeah. You know, everything has been like slumbering and hibernating in winter, and now new life, new ideas, new, new ventures in spring. That's why I love it. So, we have decided, since spring is the time of rebirth, it's a very inspirational time, so we chose the topic of uh, inspiration for the month of April. And that can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. So, by definition, it is the process of being mentally stimulated to do or feel something especially to do something creative. That's usually how we associate, oh, I was inspired to do X, Y, and Z in the creative arts or whatever. But it actually can spill over in lots of areas of your life. So um, you can passively have experience and you can actively have inspiration, sorry. Passive inspiration and active inspiration. So let's talk about those for a little bit. What exactly is passive inspiration, do you think? Well, it's more of an observational mode that you're in. You observe, you watch the other's successes, you watch what they're doing. You don't really need to do anything. It just makes you feel good. Although, albeit it's temporary. I don't think it's a permanent thing. Um... It usually will dissipate with time, but it's a momentary thing. And you don't necessarily create your own thing from it. You know, you can go to uh, a concert or a speech or something or a a really good lecture and you can be inspired in that moment. And as soon as you leave, it might leave you. It may not be, oh, I want to be a speaker just like them or I want to, you know, be a dancer just like that person. It's just something that makes you feel good in the moment. It sends a spark inside of you, lights some kind of fire for that temporary feel-good euphoria, so to speak. So that's more of the passive inspiration. It's, it's a momentary observational mode. Now, there's another type of inspiration, which is active. Where, what does that mean exactly? What do you think that exactly means? An active inspiration. It's when you get, uh, it's when you take action based on that inspiration. Yeah, that could be anything. Don't you think? I think it's more of where you want to create your own thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. By getting sparked by someone else's ideas and then you carry it over into your own thing to create your own world, your own results. Yeah. Your own goals, your own success. But you create your own failure too. Sure. You got to be willing to take the whole yeah. the whole thing. You know, it's funny now, especially with uh, 
everything we live during, especially during pandemic, it's been magnified that um, in this digital world, we're in just such a world to consume right now. Social media is all about consuming, consuming content, reading, listening, watching videos, whatever, that we're not encouraged as much to create our own thing. So it that's more of a passive, unfortunately, more of a passive uh, inspiration that you go, oh, wow, that photo looks really great, or I'd really like to go there. And maybe not a lot is done after that moment. So it takes a lot of, uh, you know, courage and ambition to kick into active inspiration mode. So what are some uh, sources of inspiration, do you think, that come from people? Uh, I think art art is a, a big one. Art or just like the arts in general? Yeah, music, yeah. dance, uh, uh, music, dance, uh, I don't know, literature, poetry, um, yeah, uh, well, just photography, like, yeah, and visual, visual, visual movies. You know. Well, a lot of people were inspired by um, the poet at the inauguration. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, for sure. Uh, what's her name? I can't remember her name. It's so embarrassing. Terrible. Yes. But it was an incredible... Disciple of Maya. Maya, Maya. Yeah. Well, that's another <laughs> one. Time. Good Lord. So the arts, yes? Yeah. That's a given. Like when we went to Florence and I had to see David. Yeah. I was going to see David at any cost. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was a struggle to get there, but a very big struggle to get there. But uh, I was going to see him and it was just magnificent, that feeling that someone actually sculpted that ginormous hunk of, I guess it's, I, I don't remember the dimensions of it, but it's just overwhelming to know that a person did that. And he's still around. Yeah, yeah. So the next one is uh, religious and philosoph philosophical. Big topic too, same thing. Big, big, uh, big source of inspiration. Religion uh, and philosophy, called of course all those philosophes. Like I said, literature, right? poetry, and then uh, religious religion. I guess is a big inspiration for people. Not me. No. No. It doesn't inspire me. Religion doesn't inspire me. What about philosophy? Yeah. Yeah. That inspire me. Definitely. Uh, yeah. People like Socrates, you know, and the French one. Yeah. Good one. Philosophical. Those are both source inspiration. Huge. I mean, especially religion. Well, philosophy, though. I mean, especially with the French. Well, yeah, but it touched more people. Religion touched more people. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because it's more... Uh... Religion touched more people, for sure. Because of the spiritual aspect yeah. of it, I think that people connect with that a little bit more than they would the philosophy. But yeah. philosophy is built into religion. And people go on the church on a Sunday to hear the sermon. So yeah. that's looking for inspiration. Mm -hmm. Well, I know another one would be uh, traveling. You know, that that's a common one. And I think that not only just the culture from the people... Because I think it's super important. I get more inspiration by 
seeing what local cultures do when I'm traveling, then going to the tourist spots. The tourist spots are great, but it's what do the local people do? How do they eat? Where do they go to eat? When do they eat? What do they do in their off time? What are their hobbies? You know, go to the local watering hole. What does that look like? Just their day-to-day lives. And you just see it's so radically different from America that it's just expand your life and you just want to travel more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely travel. But the, also the scenery, you know, it's like yeah. just the geographical, the topography. And I mean, I know Bora Bora has been on the list for a while and it it will happen as soon as travel is able. But just to see the gorgeous parts of the world, you know, the seven wonders of the world or even in America, our beautiful places that we have. You know, Monument Valley, Big Sur, Yosemite. Um, Niagara yeah, Falls. Yep, yeah, Niagara Falls, yeah. Yellowstone. There's yeah. just so many to name in America, that's for sure. And what about family? Family can Because you have a big one. Yeah, I mean, family is good source of inspiration. Not for everybody. It depends on your family, how it goes. But some, some get inspired by their family. Yeah, uh, mine, yeah, I could say that. I mean, overall, I get inspired. So, uh, work? Yeah, I think there might be people, and whether workplace for offices and that kind of thing, maybe there might be like a mentor type deal person who can help you along the way or someone in your chosen field that you admire. Yeah. So in work in that regard, especially in music, there's a lot of people, there's always going to be someone better than you. So you can always learn and become enlightened or inspired by that person's work, how they approach it, what they say, what they do, what their work is saying. That's the main thing. And how it moves people, you know, or they're playing their technical abilities, you know, some may just pick up an instrument and they connect with it and they're, they master it in a very short amount of time where, you know, you're still working out some kinks and details (laughs) that others just comes more naturally to them. Yeah. Work is one of them that, uh, it's cool. I get inspiration from people that I just randomly meet, like strangers. You might have brief encounters with them and, you know, who knows, maybe you're waiting in line at the grocery store and just have a just simple exchange and they could say one thing, one little thing that sparks something in you. Yeah. True. Some, some could, you could get inspired by strangers at some point if you uh, have enough seeking spirit to mm-hmm. talk to them, yeah, for sure. And it's really hard now because so many people don't want to talk. Well, now it's a special time, so it's different because of the, the pandemic, but, you know, it's not going to go forever. But I don't think that people interact as much either, you know. Different you, way, yeah. I guess. Mm. It's not cool. And another, though, there's all kinds of film, TV, books and everything written about people and their adversity, how you can be inspired by others who have overcome massive obstacles, like uh, 
for example, the human rights activist uh, Yeonmi Park. Uh, she's a defector from North Korea, and now she's a human rights activist, became a U.S. citizen. Super inspirational story. You know, and she has her own um, YouTube channel, and she always has information about North Korea and what it's like to live there, and just everything that she o has overcome and still fights to this day. I mean, it's super inspirational to know that, yeah, other people have it worse than you. Oh, yeah. Or even stories where people um, that are confined to a wheelchair from an accident and are learning and coping with their lives currently or burn victims or whatever the case may be. You know, it's very inspirational. You know, Christopher Reeve, when he had that uh, horse, that riding accident. Oh, yeah, Superman. And, yep. And he still, no matter what, he kept going. It was super inspiring yeah. for him to do that. Definitely. You know, he inspired a lot of people strong in his situation. Dude. Yeah, strong dude. Uh, what uh, some of the stories that film, that movie Pursuit of Happiness, that guy Chris Gardner in that movie. No, oh, that's Will Smith, right? Yeah, played mm -hmm. by Will Smith. Yeah, definitely a good inspiration. Oh God, that film made me so nervous. Good, good movie. He just had one thing after another after another, yeah. and that scanner thing, and he left it. In the car and then like the whole bathroom. Amazing. Oh, no. If you haven't watched it, watch it. Yeah. Oh my God. Just, I think that is probably some of the, for me, the most inspirational is to watch people overcome adversity like that. Oh yeah. This guy had it. So what are some ways to get inspired? All right. Uh, well, you can change your environment and you can, uh, Rearrange your living space. That's one of them. Even if you get like, I know it sounds dumb, but you can get like new, <laughs> new accent pillows or new sheets or new bedding. I mean, anything to kind of give your face, your place a facelift, so to speak, I think is helpful. It makes you like, has a little bit of spark. It makes you want to do something new. There's like an uplifting. Yeah. Change. Take the challenge to learning something new, uh, either language, you could do that, or physical activity, you can do that. That's a way, so you you learn something new, it's cool, that's a good way. Yeah, because when you, uh, I mean, it expands your brain, expands your life, expands everything, but then when you get better at it, you want to do it more. Yeah. It's like skiing. I remember when I first, I mean, in adulthood, learning how to ski. And it was just great. You know, it was super difficult to do, but it, and it took a while to be able to get up on the skis and really be able to ski and not fall. But when that happened, oh my God, it was just, that was so invigorating to not be falling on my backside all the time. Skiing is great. Best sport on the earth. That's for sure. Yeah, that's a good one. You can also write stuff down or keep a journal, you know, of, of things that, or like a some kind of whiteboard with your stuff on it, you know, where you want to be, things that you want to do so that you're constantly seeing it in front of you. 
What about uh, nature, going outside on hikes? Yeah. You know, or just being supposedly, and I believe this is true, that the human being is happiest, happiest when in nature. I think there's nothing better. You need that, those positive, like those, that positive energy from the ground. You know, I was reading something where walking on the ground for about 20 minutes helps your immune system. Just bare feet on the ground. Just avoid the dog poop. But amazing. But walk on the ground and you get a lot of, because it helps with all of the, um, you don't know that free radicals, you know? So you have to walk 20, 20. Yeah, or just standing on ground, like on dirt, feet on dirt. It's like a really good thing. Because you know how good it feels when you walk on sand. Yeah. It's great. If it's not too hot. Uh, Explore your creativity. Well, I don't like when people say, oh, I'm not creative. I don't have any creativity in me at all. And I think that's a load of crap because everybody has both a right and left brain. So you're, you just have not found what that creative act is. So if you do that, if you try something and it's something that might catch your eye, say you're in, you're that passive mode of, of inspiration, you find something, you go, Oh, that looks good. I think I might want to try that. Yeah. And or you know, whether it's, you know, a painting or it's like a, a specific type of cooking or I want to try making uh, some carpentry thing or whatever it is, that creativity feeds you in ways that other things can't. Yeah, I think it was our third po- third, first podcast. Oh, it was? Oh, yeah. my God. So go back to it and listen to it. What about your own fields of work? Dig in a little yeah. deeper. Find out some history about it. If you're in like a computer world, of course you're going to know about Steve Jobs and all that. But like, go deeper. Whatever your yeah. chosen field is, you know, if it's finance, who's like the guru of finance? I mean, the good ones, not like the Bernie Madoffs, yeah. but you know, the the real people who have built their empires and and really developed in that industry. Yeah, and you can get the that they can turn into mentors. And oh, we, for sure. And we did a podcast on that too, mentor and protege. That's another one to refer to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So in your own field, it's good to... Uh, that's good. Or like even studying like within music, you go to the people you admire, learn, yeah. learn from them what their life story was, how they learned, what did they do. And this is all, it seems to me like it's, it's kind of like a mystical thing that happens. It's not like a scientific formula. If you do this plus this, it will equal this. It's either something is going to strike you or it's not going to strike you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think now that we're in this pandemic and everybody is so sequestered that we're all kind of locked in ruts. And I think it's important that somehow you do something spontaneous to get out of that rut and to something out of the normal daily routine. I don't care what it is, whether you get in the car at, um, you know, 1130 at night and go pick up takeout from somewhere. If you can find some place that's open, you know, do something different. Not that there's a lot open right now to be able to explore, but, you know, or go on a night drive or a night walk or 
I don't know. I mean, there's just, it's, it's such an incredibly suppressive time right now. Like emotionally, I think a lot of us are struggling with it. You know, I had a bad day yesterday, that's for sure. Or two days ago. And, you know, they come and go. So I think if breaking up routine helps to do that, because too much structure is, can be a little detrimental. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. So do something challenging. Yeah. Yeah. So what can we do that's challenging? Uh, what, what's, your, what's your great movie? Or read a great book? Or a classic? Like we, I was talking before about the pursuit of happiness. That's a good one. And then uh, another another uh, way to get inspired is to talk to someone who inspires you. I mean, it's simple, but it's good. And ask uh, their greatest lesson in life. Well, I think for those people like you who are fortunate enough to have grandparents, having conversations with them is great. Had. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That you had grandparents. Yeah. You know, that you can ask them all about their history. Oh, yeah. It's very interesting. I mean, asking the old people, elderly is always a source of inspiration. Oh, my God. For you sure. just So many things. You do that have. with your dad. Yeah, but he, it's not like having a grandparent, you know. Yeah, you but can, still, your dad lived a period that you didn't, you know, you did not. So it's definitely, uh, it's helpful to, 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 to get inspired by, the, by people that live different times. So that's that's uh, that's the uh, way to get inspired. Now, what about how are we going to take action? Say you got this inspiration. Mm. What are you going to do to kick it into action to make it active, to create something, to start to build your own world? What are some things that we can do to activate that? Because newfound inspiration is a great feeling. Oh, yeah. You know, you just feel like a little euphoric. You know, um, I, I remember listening to President Obama's speech at um, the inauguration when he was uh, inaugurated. And I'm. it was just such an emotional speech and tearful and all of that. But it just, that's the first time in my life I ever felt like I wanted to maybe go into politics. But of course I did not. But that's that sign of passive inspiration. So what would I have done had I wanted to do that? What are some things that you can do to kick that into high gear? But I know myself and I knew it was a fleeting moment. Yeah. I knew I knew it wasn't going to last. But what are some things that we can do? So you can verbally tell someone you are going to do something and not keep it in your head. That makes it real. So yeah. if, if you if you speak about it, say you tell a friend, like, I'm going to run the marathon. So you've already thrown it out there, mm. and you almost feel like a sense of responsibility. Like, oh, geez, I just told somebody, now I have to see it through. Yeah. So in, in turn, that kind of poses a little bit of a commitment on your end. And I think you have to commit if you're going to turn anything into action, that inspiration really start to create something. I think there has to be a level of commitment. Yeah. But you have to make time. Correct. No matter how small it is, you have to make time. Because people will make excuses over making time. Yeah. 
that's quite common. Oh, I couldn't. I had to. Blah, 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 I was late and I had to work and the blah, blah, blah. And then there you go. Then you can start small and add gradually too. Yeah. That's another thing you have to do. To a little get, bit at uh, a time. Yeah, to take action. I mean, start small and add the gradual, and then it grows on its own, actually. Yeah, just like a song we wrote. It's, it's not finished yet, though, but it's called One Step at a Time. So, yeah, you start small, and the next thing you know, it grows and grows. Yeah. Now, I remember when you were on this bike riding thing. And, and yeah. you were on the no carb thing. You, this is another thing that you can do. You can leave reminders for yourself, yeah. whether it's an alert on your phone or a post-it or whatever the case may be. But there were post-its pretty much all over the house. It's good. What? <laughs> but yeah, it did. I mean, you, you put it on here, no chocolate, no this, no that, yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. And then they were on the cabinets, on the refrigerator. But, but it was good. It worked. And you, sure did. you rode that bike. Mainly I, I, I rode the bike, but. I was doing, I was not eating what's on that paper. Of course. That was, yeah. And I think the reminders helped because every time you see that and you put your hand on that cabinet, you go, ah. Yeah. I think it might be time to put those back up. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. And then uh, you can, avo uh, when avoidance creeps in, you stop and think for a moment. You think very carefully and ask yourself, why am I stopping? Or are you afraid of something or avoiding something? This is the crucial moment to push forward. You will get great afterwards. Yeah, true. So we're always going to have some kind of feeling of, oh, I really don't want to do this right now. So when that moment happens... That's when I think you have to stop and say, why am I feeling this right now? That's what is hard. it? That's yeah, hard. of course it's hard. Because you, the default setting is going to go, oh, I'm not going to, I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. Or I missed it yesterday, so why? I don't need to do it today either. <laughs> so then you have a little check with yourself. Why am I doing that? Why am I avoiding this? You know, am I afraid am I going to, I'm going to tank? You know, am I going to fall on my face? Am I going to fail? Like, why Why am I avoiding this? And that happens a lot with fitness. Oh, yeah. I think with people who aren't naturally fit, you know, that's certainly my case. I'll, I can look for ways to get around it. Oh, I think I'm tired this morning. You think you are or you really are. There's a huge difference. Or are you making excuses? Oh, if it's flat yeah. out, straight up, 100% excuse. Yeah. To get 10 extra minutes in the bed is not worth it. It's just not worth it. But right. you know, when you do, you're so glad you did it afterwards. So I think the, the main thing I think here is the commitment level. Yeah. That's how I see it. Oh, yeah. Definitely being committed. And it's a tough. It's action, pure action. That's it. Commitment is pure action. And you really have to ask yourself, how badly do you want this? Yeah. Or is it going to be just a fleeting thing? Because you, know, you talk to friends who are like, oh, I'd love to do that. Or I started this. I have a friend who's done that with trying to further education and started a class and dropped it. Started a class and dropped it. Like there's no commitment level. And there's all kinds of these other outside influences that 
seem to take priority over that. So I think, well, maybe you don't want it that badly. I think it's pretty straightforward that way. Yeah. yeah. If you haven't taken action, that means you don't want you don't want it bad, that, that, that bad. Yeah. So what do we take home from all of this? What What's the takeaway from this? Well, that you need inspiration, inspiration in life. That's it. That's what matters. You have to find your own inspiration and you need inspiration. And uh, it's cool. I mean, it's a great way to move forward and to create yourself uh, momentum in your life, new things. Because do you want to watch other people? Do you want to be an observer or do you want to be an action taker? Mm -hmm. It's just really that simple. Yeah. I prefer the action. I oh, like yeah. being an observer sometimes. You know, it yeah. feels good. It feels good just to be able to appreciate something from afar. That doesn't mean, you know, I need to get behind the, the car, the, the wheel of a Formula One car. I mean, it would be really fun, but realistically, oh, yeah. is that going to happen? No, of course not. But that's more your thing. I think oh, you, you would can't, do it. Even me, I can't do it. It just requires so much training. Oh, you have to be, yeah. You have to, definitely. So find your inspiration, whatever it is. Yeah. Stick to it. Commit. So now it is the month of April, yeah. which means it's the month of Easter. So we all know the Easter Bunny comes and brings all this stuff for you, right? Well, where did he actually come from? We don't really know. But according to the History Channel, he came from Germany. It's a German tradition. We all know that rabbits are very prolific in their procreating. I think gestation is all, what, two minutes or something. But supposedly, the Easter Bunny came, oh, the idea of the Easter Bunny came from the Germans in the, uh, to America in the 1700s. And they brought this tradition where this rabbit was an egg-laying rabbit called an Osterhaus or Osterhaus. And he would lay colored eggs. So kids would make little nests, and then the rabbit would come there and lay the eggs. And if you're good, you'd get the colored eggs in the morning. So, of course, Americans, we take that tradition and then, you know, blow it up on steroids. And so it grew into including candy and, of course, the chocolate bunny in there. And that's why we dye our own Easter eggs. And eventually the nest went away and we implemented colored baskets. So that's how kind of like the Easter Bunny came. If you were good, you'd get your colored goodies and everything. And uh, that's the tradition of the, uh, the Easter egg and the Easter Bunny. So what's our spotlight? Okay, spotlight this time is a, a, TV, a TV show we see on CNN. Uh, it's called uh, Searching for Italy. It's from Stanley Tucci. He's an actor. It's on CNN uh, on Sunday night. And it's, uh, he's going to Italy and he's uh, testing food from the older regions, different regions of Italy. Yeah, oh, we've seen... Four or five. Bologna, Bologna, Rome, mm -hmm. and 
what was the other one? The Amalfi. Th- mm-hmm. He's doing all the regions. Oh, my God. That's going to be great. It's great. So watch it. So hopefully this quote will help inspire you as well. This is from Winston Churchill. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It's the courage to continue that counts. So I hope you all will find your inspiration somewhere, somehow, and activate it into action, creating your own worlds. Yes, let's do that. And remember, we are here to help you rock your life. Winter, spring, summer, and fall. LA weather, love them all. Angelinos, todos estamos. Mariachis en sus barrios. Melting pot.